Hello and welcome to Top, the Open Podcast Podcast. Your hosts, Matthias and Wolfgang, will guide you through the ecosystem and the tools and services which make podcasting work. And they'll talk about their open source platform for podcast analytics. Let's dive right in. Welcome to a new episode of the Top Podcasts. In this episode, we want to talk about developers and especially a problem we all have as developers. Maybe you can relate to that. You create a product, you develop an open source project, for example. You invest a lot of time and then the end, when it's ready for the customers to buy it, to use it, nobody is there. Certainly sounds familiar, yes. Been in this situation many times before. Now I'm listening. What's the solution? That's exactly what we want to discuss or find out in this episode. We faced, of course, the, the problem several times already with other products, with open source products, projects, ideas, products we develop. And when we started with the open podcast project, we tried to avoid this problem and tried a different approach. Because in the past, it was always a problem to promote projects and find customers at the end. So for us, it was really important to find another approach that works and that leads to customers at the end when we are ready. Now I'm curious, what does ready mean to you in that context? Yeah, that's always the problem. Usually you, you build something, right? You invest weeks, months, you're not happy with it. You improve your code, you improve the UI, you refine the UI to have a really perfect product at the end. So you invest a lot of time into the coding and what we might think is product development but at the end i think product development is something else it's not just investing our time to create the perfect product for us right i can totally relate to this because whenever i talk to a fellow engineer or i'm talking about one of my open source projects usually it's all about readiness and people say we will promote it when it's ready we will advertise it when it's done and guess what? It's never done because it's a software product. It keeps evolving. I think the question what I asked you already several times in several projects, I got the question as well, is have you talked to a potential customer already? The thing is that most people don't understand who their customer might be. And that's totally fine for most open source projects. You don't have to have a customer in mind if you build something for yourself. But the moment you try to pay the bills from it, you have to keep in mind who you might be selling to. I think it's also the question what the goal is, right? If the goal is just to learn something, to try something out, to solve your own problem, everything is, is fine. But if the goal is to have customers, paying customers or a super big community who is using your open source project or product, then I think you need a different approach. Because otherwise you develop a product for yourself. And it's rarely the case that you as a person, you're a role model of a huge community and you know exactly what is needed by thousands of other people. In the lifetime of every open source project or project in general, there is a time when motivation might go down and you have to build the tedious parts. And this is where most open source projects die, really, because no one is there to maintain things that are boring um, in their free time. And that's why it's so crucial to have people that fund that work for you so that you can spend some working time fixing and maintaining these things. So how did we approach the whole project at the beginning? We built products before, so we had some experience. But 
in the past, it always used to be the case that, for example, I at least built something and then later thought about the market or whether that was a good idea or not. And this time we wanted to do it differently and be very upfront and approach people as we go. And instead of coming up with our own answers, we hope to get answers from other people that were in the situation before or might even be potential customers. And even in the case of our project, we were our own customers because we are podcast hosts. And I also host another bigger technical German podcast with the friends. So we are also potential customers for our own solution. But still, we thought, okay, we should find other potential customers to verify our idea if the idea is valid if they have the same problem and our solution is beneficial for them that's the that's the key question to really verify your idea and that is very crucial too because sometimes the customers you have in mind are not your real customers and what i mean by that is that you have a group of people that you can talk to it's they are in your network they maybe solve the same problems but they might not be the ones that might buy something from you because they solve the problems themselves. By contacting a lot of podcast hosts, we found out that it's not that important to have really the most detailed statistics about their podcast usage. For a lot of podcast hosts, it was even not important to have statistics at all. They, they said, yeah, they just do it for fun. It's not important for them. And let's face it, we are also in an engineering bubble. So the people around us are also developers. Some of them also work on open source. And they are people that usually scratch their own itch and build their own solution in the end. And these are not people which are great to market to because they don't have a problem that you can solve. Their motivation is building something for themselves or learning how it works. But as we said, you want to have customers that find this work tedious. And if we had focused just on, on those people, we would have developed the product in the wrong direction. So it was very important for us to have this information. And we also then talked to a couple of producers, so like agencies that are responsible for multiple podcasts, and they also sell ads in the podcasts. And then we found out that for them, it's super critical to have proper statistics and more statistics and more insights about the podcasts. So the more professional it gets, the more important analytics is for those people. And it's also much easier to market to them because they have a bigger budget and they can also make more money by using an existing product. By that, I mean their core product is not development. Instead, they do marketing and they try to outsource everything that is not part of their core product. And they have, for example, other needs. For them, it might be not that important that it's open source. They want to have a fully-fledged solution for their problem. They might have the requirement to be able to analyze multiple podcasts, not just one podcast. A podcast host usually has just one podcast. So there are different requirements and it's super important to know what is really needed by your potential customers and not by your customers that you imagine. The goal is not to learn what potential customers want. They will tell you. The goal is to ask what they don't want or what they don't need because this is the fluff that you can cut away. But it's very tricky to find out what can be left off. And for that, you need to ask the right questions. So maybe 
Wolfgang, can you summarize what we tried and how we approached this problem? What did we ask and what were our insights? So what, in, in my opinion, is really important is that you don't ask, okay, here's the product, here's the idea, do you like it? So what we tried is always to ask, okay, how is your process? What do you do? How do you publish podcasts, for example, in our case? What is the most time-consuming task for you while publishing podcasts? So to really find out what are the pain points, because we didn't want to limit ourselves to exactly this analytical part. We wanted to understand the whole process, the, the analytics part as well, of course, but to find out the pain points and then to see if we can solve those pain points. Later, you can still ask, okay, we would have this solution. Would that be a fit for you? Would, be, would it be beneficial for you? You can ask that later, but it's really important to get a overview of all the pain points and problems in the industry and also to to learn new things about their solutions what they already use technical solutions that are out there that might be not on your radar because you haven't heard about them and, and then you learn about competitors other solutions and that's really important for you because otherwise you would have developed a solution for nothing because there is already another competitor that solves exactly that problem. There's this famous saying by Henry Ford, which goes a bit like this. If I asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. And it's true because you start to approach the problem from the wrong side. Instead of asking them what their solution might be, you ask about their problems instead to find out how to solve it best. You might ask, how can I find all those people? I'm a developer. I can't just contact them. I need a product. I need a landing page to show them that. But that's wrong. You can literally just contact people on LinkedIn. You tr can try to use your network. You can ask people, do you know somebody in this industry? Do you know other podcast hosts? It's not that difficult. And then you can just approach them and ask them for a quick call. And usually they are open to that. We also find other colleagues via GitHub, for example, who are working on similar things. It was also super interesting to talk with them to find out what they are doing, what they are using. They might have other contacts, product people, for example. You can contact them again, have calls. It's not that difficult. It's just important that you do it and that you try to build up a network of customers or people in the industry who can help you. Because that's also super beneficial for you also in later stages for example when you need beta testers or if you need proper feedback of potential customers of course not your friends because they are always nice to you they don't say that's bullshit but a potential customers if you ask them okay would you buy it would you buy this solution they will tell you yes or no and the reverse is also true if someone reaches out to you and asks for a favor then don't be the one that declines it Instead, try to help them out and the reward will be much bigger than the time invested. So networking is a two-way street. Very often we are also afraid of sharing our ideas or learnings. And that's a super big problem. Because you might think, oh, that's my idea. And if I share it, there will be somebody else who will come up then with their idea and the product. But that's not the case. It's really important that you share the idea as early as important with friends, with customers, with colleagues, because you can learn from each other. And that's how you get fast feedback. And that's super crucial for your product development, because otherwise you don't know if you're working in the right direction. My biggest surprise from all of the interviews so far was that podcast statistics are still in the very early stages. There are some platforms that literally share screenshots about 
their users and they contact marketers with that information. And it's really surprising how little information they have about their listeners. And I guess there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just surprising to me that podcasting is still in such a position right now. It's still very much the early days. And that's what we were looking for. We wanted to verify our idea, if the idea is valid, if our problem is also the problem of other people, of other podcast hosts, of platforms, of agencies. And that's what we found out, that it's really the case and that we are on the right track. And that was crucial for us. In almost all of these interviews, there was a, an aha moment. There was really a situation when things clicked, when we realized that we had found a hidden gem that we would otherwise not have discovered. And that was always really cool. Those are exactly the moments you want to look out for. And it's already sufficient to describe the product sometimes. But it's even better to have a mock-up, for example, how the final statistics would look like. And you don't need a, a product that is usable or done already. A mock-up, a simple screenshot, something like that is sufficient. You show it and then you just observe the other person, how they react to it, what their impression is. If you see eyes lighting up, then it's definitely a, a hit. And more often than not, you will find that all it takes is to listen to their feedback and to listen to how they approach a problem. Or if they if they ask questions, that's usually also a very good sign. So if they ask a question and want to know more or even ask, when can I use this product? Then I think that's a perfect match. So then you know, okay, the idea is important to them. The best question is always to ask at the end, okay, would you pay for it? And then if they say yes and you ask, okay, how much? And they come up with a, a price tag, then you found a potential customer who would pay for it. And that's the holy grail. And since we are still chasing the holy grail and we are not there yet, there will still be a lot of questions on the road. There will still be a lot of open discussion points and we will try to keep you updated. We want you to be part of this journey. So also feel free to give us any feedback that you want and please continue to reach out to us with your questions, with inspiration for new podcast episodes. My name is Matthias. This was Wolfgang. Uh, happy that you tuned in again this week. We wish you all a very productive week and we see you next time. And don't forget, feedback is key. Ciao. Ciao.